0: Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast
1: may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know.
2: Previously on the J and Dan Podcast. With the sound working. I think it's okay. I like the sound. My uh, youngest Ruby, she's in preschool. Whatever, I don't. Know. They just around. F- Some mom found out that they're gonna watch a movie or something the last day. Sent an email said, I want them to be learned. Mom f- it up for everyone. Uh, I'd punch her right there. <laughs> it's a f- scam. It's a <laughs> sham. It's a f- dirty operation. They just laid off 50,000 people, and they've been convicted of money laundering. Great organization.
3: Buffalo, it's the Hong Kong of western New York. Mike said he had a surprise for us. We said we were going to tell the poop story this week to enhance that experience. You had a man dressed as an (laughs) avocado. You weren't supposed to pick up on that. If you were in charge of cats on London's West End, it would be all dogs. (laughs) (laughs) All these dogs would show up, and they'd sing songs about dogs. first poop listen
2: it's a scam it's a sham it's a scam it's a sham it's a scam it's a, scam. It's a sham <laughs> you're listening to the Jay and Dan
3: podcast <laughs> hey! uh, that's... That's...
2: Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 71, brought to you by our good friends at Fox Sports Live. Why are they our good friends? Because we're on the show. Mm.
3: Terrific show. We have been crushing it lately. Great bits. I think we had about 70 bits in the show last last night.
2: We were uh, were on after the the U.S. women.
3: U.S. women beat Columbia 2-0 to move on. Record ratings
2: for Fox Sports 1. Women's soccer. Yeah. Really? Third most watched show in our history. Wow. And people, I'm sure all of them stuck around for Fox Sports Live afterward. 1.4 million.
3: What the f- People are watching <laughs>
2: us now? Yeah, we did it. We really, we're a real network. We have real sports.
3: I love it. I mean, this last Jane, week. Dan, I mean, Joe <laughs> Buck, you saw Joe on our network. He uh, he was hosting the U.S. Open coverage. Got some Got some negative
2: feedback. You you Here's the thing. You, you raised a very good point. If this was on a nicer golf course at the the players weren't complaining about it. I bet you we wouldn't got half the backlash. We at Fox did not pick the course. Fox didn't select We Tambers did not Bay. design the course. We did not build it. We didn't say, you know what,
3: it's our first U.S. Open in a series of 12. Why don't we pick the hardest course to shoot, the hardest course for the players to play and putt on, and the hardest course for spectators to get around on. Well,
0: there's Jay Onright and his wife checking out the action. I mean,
3: why wouldn't we want to do that? I thought Joe and Greg Norman were fantastic,
2: actually. I love
3: Greg Norman, A couple man. of
2: professionals. Uh, Joe always gets backlash on Twitter. I don't understand it. I don't he's, get it either. Everyone needs to meet Joe Buck, and then you'd say, you know what? He's an awesome guy.
3: I think that's that's the thing. That, so he needs to go door to door, door in to, the U.S. Uh, and North America. And North because America. lots of people in Canada, too, are like, oh, Joe Buck. I'm like, listen, he's going to come out
2: to Saskatchewan. He's going to meet you all one by one. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I love the uh, on uh, on Sunday at the U.S. Open. I love the Wayner sighting. Wayner sitting there watching Sup- DJ, supporting his. Uh, are he they is- just married, or like are Dustin and I don't know Paulina if they're married, but or- they're the cute little kid. Sunday fun day, <laughs> right there to greet DJ after he three putted. Yeah, after he f-ed it up,
3: and Paulina <laughs> right
2: in there, right in front of the cameras, making the strides with him.
3: Oh yeah, she See? was not going to miss her opportunity <laughs> to uh, to hopefully become a huge.
2: Uh, <laughs> I just love Wayner though. Like he, he was in behind everyone. He's like, what's, what's happening down there? What happened? He was like, he
3: like how when the Kardashians used to be courtside at Laker games and they'd make Bruce Jenner sit like behind them. <laughs> uh, Bruce Jenner's behind them.
4: Yeah. Uh, officially, it's, uh, they're partners. Partners. Oh, yeah. Paulina uh
3: DJ. DJ's wiki page. That's...
2: All right, well, good for them. I feel bad for him, though. That three putt just. Honestly,
3: horrible. no matter what you think, I mean, give me a break. That's a devastating way to lose. But if you're Spieth, hey, great way to <laughs> win. Don't do anything. <laughs> and yeah, we may have forgotten to get a camera on him to get his reaction. We can't cover. Ca- we can't get to everything. Hey. Hey. We can <laughs> you not know, get to everything. We have a camera on a little car on the golf course. Yeah. What do you think? That, what that do you want? That, that cost a lot of. Money. And then Phil got to run around and kick it. That was fun, right?
2: And then people thought we were piping in bird noises. There were birds there. No, there were real birds. They were birds. flying everywhere. Just one tree, but real birds. You don't need 800 trees to have birds. You don't need a, uh, you don't need a bunch of trees at a golf course. You just <laughs> have a rock quarry and then put it plop it right on top. And I love how my dad was introducing all the players. Oh,
5: yeah. Uh, O'Toole, whatever his name was. He's (laughs) in charge of the (laughs) Tom
2: O'Toole. Tommy O'Toole. At one point, Joe Buck said, either he's going to have to speak up or we need to get him a mic. He said that on the broadcast. Next time the players came up,
3: he had a mic. And then my other favorite thing was, because we had a, uh, I hate to use, have to say these guys, company, but DraftKings had a sponsorship for U.S. Open game, specific game, Holly Saunders, she does a little infomercial for it in our show last week. And then another guy, Shane O'Donohue, does it. Is it Shane or Sean? I think no, it's Shane. I just call him Donahue. He, he pops up. I'm like, who the f*** is this guy? And then I turn to the first round. Oh, he's one of our hosts. Oh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh-huh, very funny. <laughs> Maybe let us know.
3: Or... He's so, from Ireland. He's like Sky Sports Ireland or something. So
2: that was record ratings. And, uh, oh, and, but I have to tell you something. Oh, what happened?
3: Oh, dude, uh, I should have asked Patrick to get the I want to meet I want to meet that dad. Can we get that from Tim and Eric from last week? You don't happen to have it queued up, do you, from last week? You don't keep everything just ready to go. Do you have 50 had? tabs. Yeah. shut off your computer. Damn it. You know what we're going to do, and while Patrick's looking for that, so I just talked to our web designer of JaneDan.com, Christine Guan, and she's been in contact with Patrick, Whoa. and they're going to create the Synergy? soundboard. Synergy. They're going to do a soundboard on JaneDan.com, so you can go to JaneDan.com. You want to listen to all your favorite drops. You can just hit a button and boom, drops on your computer.
2: You can have your own podcast.
3: I guess you wouldn't <laughs> need us anymore.
2: That's right. Record it at home. Send us your versions.
3: <laughs> and, I'd play with that for hours. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim's back this week. It's yeah, like that'd 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 be that. fun. It's been like busy for you,
2: eh, Jim? Crazy. Crazy busy. Because you've been cutting all the features for the, the, the Women's World Cup,
5: yep. the U.S. Open, yep. the U.S. Senior Open. Yep. And yep. also, NASCAR, it, baseball. We got it all going on here. I
3: mean, we've got real sports on yeah. this network. Maybe <laughs> yeah. people don't understand. Yeah. This is a real goddamn <laughs> sports network. We <laughs> aren't even two years old. Look at all these events. <laughs> We're doing it here.
2: We're and doing it. it. Whenever whenever uh if you read the uh, the publications or the websites that report on U.S. media only people in the media read them. They're always like this channel, desperate for rating. We're two. Years, we're not even two years old. We just learned how to walk. We're everything's fine.
3: We're doing great. We
2: still have diapers on. Yeah, we're Watch still it! we're still
3: <laughs> ourselves.
2: Yeah, so,
5: get her. Take that.
3: I do daily, and and Jim. <laughs> Jim, how was your Father's Day? Was it good?
5: It was awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was I, mean, I mean, I mean, w- I was here, obviously, with the U.S. Open. Uh, got home that night. <laughs> Are you ready, kids? The kids made me lobster. What? what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> had lobster. What? Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah.
3: Did your kids do that for you?
2: Your hands. I got.
3: Two yarn
2: bracelets. <laughs> I'm like, kids, these are gonna last maybe a week. They're like, no, they're probably not gonna be there forever. I'm like, it's yarn. I have showers. I, it's gonna disintegrate. And they made them on the spot. They're like, yeah, how about you wear this? I'm like, oh, I see things
3: aren't going well in LA for you. Exactly. I, they look kind of like those Livestrong bracelets, but like a bad version of them.
2: The cheap-ass O'Toole version.
3: Yeah. Um, meanwhile, my dad, I sent him, as I said last week, sent my dad and my mom to the U.S. Open, got them passes through the good folks at Fox, uh, I relayed the story that my dad didn't realize it was a major, and he said he might skip the last day. I said, you probably should go to the last mm-hmm. day. Yeah, they skipped the last day. Oh. They just bolted. They oh. just left.
2: They could have been right there with Wayner. <laughs> they could have been peeking over Wayner's shoulder. But you know what they said? They said it was
3: like trying to watch a golf tournament on the moon. Yeah, they were like, they couldn't follow. You, you couldn't walk around and follow players. You had to stay in one spot. It took them hours to get down
2: Again, there. Again, Fox did not pick the course. Oh, God. It's, it, we didn't do this. We didn't God. say, hey, spectators, you can't go here. You can't go there, it's which ridiculous. there was a lot of that because the players said it was very odd. Some holes, there was no spectators there. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Where's next year, Oakmont
3: or something? Oakmont, yeah, yeah, that's where right. I'm from. All right, so thank, thankfully, very excited. I think it'll be. Are you?
2: You'll be there, Pat.
3: I don't. I'm gonna do everything I can to finagle my way and your guys' way to
4: the USO. Yeah, you're Coast.
2: the only social media person that's not on location somewhere. That's that is true, Pat. 100 true. What the hell's going on? I think. What's I lost, happened? I lost
4: my travel privileges.
2: Oh. Uh, speaking of uh, our uh, great events. Our guest today is Eric Winalda. He's <laughs> at the Women's World Cup in Vancouver. If you've seen our set there, it is glorious. So he's been there. We're going to get his thoughts on Canada, mm-hmm. his thoughts on the uh, the Women's World Cup, and our Canadian Hall of Wall of Fame. You always put Hall of Fame here, Mike. It's Wall. Wall of Fame Ooh. entry is Brian Adams. Brian oh, Adams. The summer of six to nine. Coming first with
3: six string. Okay, now I have a question his depiction of the summer of 69 seems a lot different than like what I thought of the summer of 69. I'm thinking flower power, the hippies hate Ashbury. He's like throwing tomatoes at the bad guy at the grocery store.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Hanging out at the drive-in. Yeah. It's a different thing. (laughs) An impromptu
2: six degrees of engineer, Jim, Brian Adams, any connections?
5: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, when I first moved to L.A., I was working at the record plant, and uh, I was doing a record with Andy Taylor from Duran Duran. Right on, man. Oh. The drummer that he was using at the time, he used several drummers. One of them was Mickey Curry, great drummer. He's Brian Adams's drummer.
3: See? There you go. And you see, like, a session guy? Like, yeah, yeah, a
5: killer drummer. Just a
3: session assassin. Yeah
5: guys amazing guys like that. yeah that's
3: so rad
2: I just speaking of session musicians i just watched that mush muscle shoals doc oh yeah it's Holy great crap you take a take a peek at that
5: one yeah <laughs> i didn't know any of that <laughs> stuff
2: little, I, I never i'd never heard of that place Yet oh, it's like yeah. a hotbed yes you have a uh, connection to there
5: barry beckett the organ player i worked with barry on many projects uh with marty stewart and billy bob uh marty stewart yeah and uh, he, Barry did the soundtrack with Marty for uh, Billy Bob's movie Daddy and Them, and Waking Up in Reno. Waking Up in Reno, baby. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, and I did. Uh, I did Waking Up in Reno. Just
2: hey, a quick overview. It's about these uh, session musicians that are down there, and everyone hears them on these these recordings, and they're like, "Can't wait to meet these guys." And they show up, and they're a bunch of old white dudes. Like, yeah, everyone's no, everyone's no, blown oh, away. Right. Everyone's blown away. They're like, "I did not expect this."
5: Barry kind of showed aretha franklin some of the ropes with playing the organ and stuff and so like she that. recorded a lot of her stuff there right yeah she recorded all over the place she did some stuff with the Muscle shows guys yeah and uh donnie fritz who uh also um played with chris christopherson for years he was one of the cats down there and i work with donnie too also uh through the billy bob connection
3: i feel like we should just keep this going Go right in a it. segment uh that i just absolutely love it's uh it's time to get our bags touched it's time to it's time to get our nuts touched
6: it's time to touch their bag the J and dan <laughs> mailbag <laughs>
2: Worst sound effects <laughs> ever. Or the the best. The best. And then, or the and best. then like,
3: careless whisper
2: saxophone. <laughs> 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 uh, thank you for all your letters. We've had an outpouring of, yeah. uh, of people uh, writing to us. Uh, you go to jandan.com. You send yeah. us a, a, an email there. Or you, you can get in touch with us uh, uh, dan pod. No, what's our Twitter handle?
4: jandan.com.
2: <laughs> at Jane and, and Dan, Dan Pod. Pod. Yeah.
3: Okay. And again, if the owners of at Jay and Dan uh, want to get a hold of us, just <laughs> trying to get a hold of you. Just trying to figure out who has that Twitter handle. Now- we, we're going to switch it up this week, and I, I hope you're okay if I did this.
2: Yeah, I just want to mention the gentleman that um, gave us jandan.com we sent to the U.S. Open because someone owned that website, and he said, hey, uh, I want a couple of tickets for me and my dad to the U.S. Open. We yeah. said, sure.
3: And we got them for him. Uh,
2: he wore J and Dan gear, but we didn't see him on TV.
3: So this is the thing. If you if you have the J and Dan Twitter handle, we'll hook you up. Maybe the brass rail, a few lap dances. Classic J and Dan. That's what you'll get. Not a bad deal. Now, what we've done, Dan, to switch this up for... By the way, I love this music <laughs> underneath. To switch this up this week for Touch My Bag. Can we just hear the stinger one more time? Pat, I just really like it. It's fun.
6: It's time to touch their bag. God, the fun. Jay and Dan mailbag.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we decided to have... Everyone always wants to he- hear how Mike's reading is coming along. They do. Oh. So we thought, why don't we have Mike read the letters from Jane Dan's mailbag? Uh, so Mike, take please, it away. This
2: is only an hour podcast.
3: <laughs> no, we had extra time this week, Mike. We, we also, oh yeah.
5: It's time to read with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you can
6: do it, Mike. Seriously, you're gonna let him f- read? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: I forget How did I forget about this one? You can do it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop that
3: one.
4: All right. All right. Uh, this one's from Darren Damon. Uh, hey, guys. So it's my birthday today, and I was wondering if you could ask Jim if he has any connections to Dire Straits oh. or Def Leppard on this week's pod or next week's if you already recorded it.
5: Fucking Knopfler. Knopfler's a badass, man. Yeah. He's very well respected. Yes. And the answer is yes to both <laughs> of them. Fuck yeah. uh, Okay, so uh, uh, as far as Knopfler goes, um, keyboard player that works with him a lot. And, and if, you're, if
3: you're a young kid, not Mark Knopfler is essentially dire straits. He is like one of the great, most respected yeah. guitarists of his era. Uh,
5: uh, Jim Cox. I had a brain fart there for a second. Wish uh, that was my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I worked with Jim on uh, a whole bunch of uh, TV shows. He's like a a big L.A. session keyboard player guy out here, and we worked on uh, tons of different um, Aaron Spelling television shows. Oh, yeah. Okay, Uh, well, which ones? I want to know. uh, Hotel. Fuck, yes. Um, (laughs) I worked on, like, the last season of Dynasty. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah i think i did a couple falcon crests in there classic lorenzo yeah. llamas yeah. just
3: getting laid left and right <laughs> in and i was
5: just a, a young lad out here in los angeles <laughs> oh my just, God. how great is that yeah. yeah but uh jim also we worked with him on with billy bob as well and uh the guy's phenomenal he can't fly he has something uh an issue with his ears so he always works in LA, but like when Knopfler records uh, in Nashville a lot, Jim has to drive across the country Ooh. to go to the sessions. Wow, yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, Knopfler's a guy you never hear from anymore. Is, is he? He's one of those he, he, he No, he put out a record a couple of years ago. Spectacular. He
3: probably li- so he he probably lives in some like estate outside of London or yeah, something I like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he probably just holds up in there, has like some badass studio and just noodles around all day
5: they the last record i think he did or the one he did a few years ago i think they did actually out in malibu wow yeah yeah pretty cool speaking about oh wait wait
3: oh wait we got to get to def leppard
5: And, of course, Def Leppard, uh, I have many, many fond memories of many, many strip clubs with many, many strippers dancing, of course, to pour some sugar on me and a lot of those things. But uh, I I did a record with a, a Japanese guy, and his name eludes me right now. Uh, Let's just go with Hideo Nomo. Okay. <laughs> it, literally, he's he's in like the Van Halen of Japan, you know, big rock star guy. And uh, Vivian Campbell, who plays in Def Leppard, Leopard, right. um, uh, I, I recorded guitars with him for that record. So
3: like a guy just very quickly, a guy like Vivian Campbell, who, you know, if you have listened to like hair metal all your life, you know who that is. But he's not, like, considered, like, a great, great guitarist. But when you're working with him, are you, like, this guy is a great guitarist. He just might not be, like, Eddie Van Halen, and maybe he should get more respect. Or did he just end up in the right place at the right time?
5: No, no. Very talented. Very talented. The guy is awesome. And he's a great guy. Um, no, the, those guys didn't just fall into it. No way. They, they've had and longevity. They have. You know? and, and, you know... I mean, really, t- to work with a guy like Mutt Lang in the studio. That's a good point. If he was faking it, Mutt would have just ate the guy alive. You right. know what I mean? He would have found a way to work with him or whatever, but we're talking about Mutt Lang. That guy was so meticulous about how he worked. The guy would not have never been able to get through that. But um, I also want to say, uh, with uh, respect to Def Leppard, at one point... Uh, a former manager of mine uh, used to date the bass player in Def Leppard. Um, and now uh, she's married to the guitar player in Stone Temple Pilots. What the hell? <laughs> oh, she likes her band Who's this manager, Jim? We need uh, to get her on. Oh, she's awesome. Juliana Roberts. Man. Yeah.
2: So here's my question. Uh, Jay was mentioned Knopfler probably noodles around whatever. So uh, did you ever run into a situation where – A guy's just hanging around his house and he thinks he's he's written the greatest song, but he's written it on a a copious amounts of drugs and they and they get to the studio and it's just the worst song you've ever heard and they think it's this is gonna be a hit. That must happen a lot
5: innumerable amounts of times. Yes. Absolutely. Because they're like, oh, man, this is going to kill. And then you hear it, and you're like, are you okay? Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know. uh, And then who breaks it to them? And, and like, you know, mixing or recording, you're working with a guy who's mixing a record, and you're in there with him, and the guy's out of his mind, (laughs) you know, wasted. And, you know, okay, so everyone's partying, and you think it's great. You come in the next day, and you're like, holy shit. What the f? Were we thinking? It's the worst piece <laughs> of sh- you've ever heard. You know, it's like no bottom end. You know, it's just all ripping your head off. Oh yeah, uh, uh, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Okay, yeah.
3: let's get to another uh, bag letter. Yep. Uh,
4: this is from Aaron Fitzgerald. Uh, subject is Dan losing weight. Cool. Uh, hey, boys. Aaron here from Woodstock, Ontario. Last time I saw Dan, he looked like a 40-year-old father from Canada who had let himself go. Mm-hmm. But after using the Internet, I saw the new L.A. Dan who looks like an in-shape 40-year-old father from Canada. I thought Americans were supposed to be fat. Looks like things are going good for in L.A. for you. Hashtag
3: summer of Dan. Thanks, Hey, Pitsy. who's that good-looking guy? Thanks. Like, L.A.
2: lifestyle. <laughs> uh, you're off booze, right? We're off sugar together. We're off... Well, I'm off booze right now. It's just... Uh, as,
3: as we consume
2: this... This is our one a
3: week. Yerba we have one mate. a week now.
2: So we Jones for this until the podcast, and then we finally get we, it into our we veins. We only have
3: one, and, and, and David Featherstone got us these new flavors and everything... <laughs> Sent us an email detailing all the new flavors. Yes, well We're drinking still. one of these a week. We're not even taking. And a you
2: used this. to pound the Coca Colas on the set. You aren't even doing that anymore.
3: Jim Pearl, who we had on the podcast a few weeks ago, would show up twice a night on set because he was just bored, and he'd be like,
2: "How about a Coca Cola?" <laughs> just—he's like, yeah, a good salesman. What, why not?
3: He they're, makes it look delicious. Delicious. I'll drink it. So I was drinking one full can of yerba mate, hundred or three hundred seventy. Four hundred seventy-three mil can of yerba mate and two cokes a night, five right. nights a week. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so, so I
3: stopped Delicious. doing that, and shockingly, I've taken some weight off. There you go. But the I'm not.
5: Juicy man
3: but the juicy man's not quitting booze because I got a kid now. I need to. <laughs> I need to medicate a bit.
2: Uh, we need to get to this. It's been here forever. By the way, I learned this week, uh, don't get water on a MacBook Air. Um, it <laughs> destroys it. No, I, no, I just...
3: <laughs> Dan learned not to put water on a computer. Well, here's oh, the thing. Man.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Here's my
2: nightly ritual. I get home from the show, fire up the hot tub. I put the MacBook on the edge of the hot tub, and I watch a documentary. I watch a movie. Uh, and then I never get water on it, but the other night I got out and I went to turn it off and water dripped down my arm, like two drops, and it fried the motherboard.
3: Let, let's be honest.
2: I know, it was bound to happen.
3: No, you were in the hot tub. You do go into the hot tub naked on occasion, correct?
2: Oh, when I am at night, yes, naked every Yeah, you're in there in the
3: nude. So you, you, you've you got a computer. What are you watching? Probably 9 out of 10 nights you're watching hardcore pornography. No,
2: because the neighbors, they could, their we house would sex, be to, buddy. I,
3: You have a raging it boner. It's practically <laughs> popping out of the uh, surface of the hot tub water yeah, like a breasts, buoy. By the way. And suddenly you're like, you know what? Nobody's watching. The kids are asleep. The wife's asleep. I'm just going to whack off in the hot tub. No one will be the wiser. I'm cleaning it tomorrow. <laughs> and next thing you know. You he t- has to drain the hot tub. You're creating too many waves. Waves going everywhere. Splashing. It's like uh, the no. perfect storm with Clooney and Wahlberg. And some of those wa- <laughs> some of those water droplets land
2: on the MacBook Air. My, <laughs> <laughs> My erections have returned. My erections have returned. That's that was the night I was watch- actually watching the Muscle Shoals documentary, uh, and that happened. So. Uh, so, do we have Eric wow. on the line? Eric Winalde is our uh, is our guest. He is covering the Women's World Cup in Canada. He's a, a, a U.S. soccer legend. He's in the uh, the Soccer Hall of Fame. So who better uh, to get their take on what's going on so far? But we want to get your take on the beautiful city of Vancouver, which you guys have had spectacular weather the entire two weeks you've been there so far.
1: Wait now, hold on. Is it, is it supposed to be bad weather? I mean, I don't know. I don't know at any. Well, other Vancouver rains be. a lot. It's They're like, known it's for like the Seattle, rain.
3: Seattle, Eric. I mean, it can rain quite a bit. No,
1: it's been great. We have no, sh- I got, but i got to ask you guys uh, real quick. What the hell is wrong with America when you have to go to Canada to get a real cheeseburger? What? What, what
3: kind of Why cheeseburger are you talking about? Where are you getting your cheeseburger? Give us the details.
1: Everywhere. Everywhere here is so much better than America. Everywhere. Why is that? Is it they don't pump steroids into it? I mean, what's the...
2: It's a, those, Canadian, that? those Canadian grass-fed
1: it's, cows. It's the,
3: that Alberta beef, Eric, maybe. I don't know. That's a great question because I love the burgers down here. You don't, What about the in-and-out? You're not, you're not feeling the in-and-out?
1: Well, in-and-out's good and everything, but I, I don't know what it is. It's like uh, I just felt like ever since we've been in Canada, the, the food's been better. Wow. So you're on the cheeseburger train
2: because Rob Stone, our host down there, he's on the oyster train. He said he can't get enough of the Canadian oysters.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. He's... Uh, yeah, you know, can we have Ari, Ari Ari Hanks? You know the German that she does the show with himself. Yep. and stuff, and she's she's an unbelievable personality. She's hilarious, and when after like the third plate of oysters, you know that Rob had ordered the first night, she she leans over and she says. I see you eating a lot of voices. What are your plans
4: later? Like,
1: I was like, "Wait, wait, what?" That was, that was night one. So, uh, and that's still going. It's just, like, it, 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 just been—I've um, been surrounded by estrogen the entire time. Yeah. I've got uh, crazy women from all parts of the world. You know, and they're—they're they're so raunchy, by the way. They don't like to admit it, but God, when you get around women and they start talking, I thought—I thought, I thought I, a, a locker room was bad with men. These. These girls, can, they can take it to a whole new level. It's weird.
3: I feel like on, in the last week of the World Cup, you need to bring that on the television and forget about keeping it behind the scenes. We want to he- hear this raunch, this female raunch. So, yeah, course, Ronaldo,
2: okay. what are the odds of us getting our, um, which we want because we are Canadians living in the U.S. We want a, a Canada-USA final. Odds of that happening? 7-1.
1: Uh, to one.
3: Not good. Yeah. Like the Canadians have a, I mean, am I speaking out of turn here? Have not been maybe as good as we thought they would be at this tournament.
1: Well, it's okay. It's a couple things. All right. Have you guys seen your coach, John Herdman? We <laughs> love <Yes>. him.
3: <laughs> He's hilarious.
1: Okay, all no, right. That guy knows where the camera is at all. <laughs> oh I, yeah, it is hilarious. <laughs> it like starts coaching like. And, like, they got the big, the jumbotron, so he's watching himself on the jumbotron, <laughs> and he's, like, doing these, like, finger movements. And he's like, oh, so I look to that. I look, I look better if I, if I just turn to the right, you know. Look, yeah, perfect. I'll go flex for that one. He is hilarious.
3: Yeah, he's... No, uh... I,
1: I do, look, I like him, too. I, but here's the deal. Your team's not that bad at all. Um, they are kind of... Um, they are kind of an eclectic group. They, they, the way that they operate, and Sinclair's just... He's a great leader and everything, but kind of some of those girls are playing out of their skin right now. But my problem with Herdman is he plays like the psychologist, you know, card way too much. And I just think he's put too much pressure on his team. I mean, it's hard enough. I played in a World Cup in the United States, and I dealt with all the pressure of, of you know, being the home side, and you don't want to disappoint, you know. And you were like and, early and, you know, 20s I, when I, that
3: I, happened, right? You were so young when you played in '90. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well ninety and 90, 90 I totally screwed up. I went out there and went to war and punched some guy and got red carded. <laughs> so that wasn't good. But ninety four it was was better. Um, it's probably my fondest memory as we beat Colombia um, in our second game in the World Cup. Nobody thought we were gonna do that. It was for a hundred thousand people at the Rose Bowl, you know, millions of people watching and you know, Colombia at that time had beaten Brazil. They they came in as the number one ranked team in the world. So it was like this awesome, you know, moment. But I just think our coach did a great job taking all of the pressure off of us. Herdman just keeps throwing it on him. Like, you know, he keeps doing these interviews and these long, drawn-out pieces with the with the soft music in the background and everybody's crying or hugging or something. And it's like, come on, man, just play the game. Hmm. It gets a little bit it's, – it's we're going to have him on the show, and I think in the next couple of days, and I'm going to have Adam, I'm going to be like, buddy, what are you doing? Oh, but, I can't wait. See, um We'll see how that
3: goes. Make sure you have enough cameras there for him. You probably want to double <laughs> right? them. A, yeah,
1: he knows <laughs> that little red light's going to go on. And he's going he's gonna to be like a velociraptor. That one. That
2: one. Eric, when did Eric. Uh, when did the pronunciation of uh, Abby Wambach's name change to Wambach?
1: Wambach. No, as soon as we got up here, for some reason, I think it's the French inclusion uh, in in uh, in Canada. Wambach. It's been it's been. Uh, who said it first, though? Was it one of our announcers? I, I think, think Stoner. I think Stoner did. I think Rob did. Because in
2: all the promos on our channel, they say, and Abby Wombach. So I think we're just going with what the was um, said.
1: You know what it might be? It might be Ari, Ari Hinks just having quite an uh, influence on everybody up here, the, the, the crazy gentleman. She, she might have that because that might be her fault because there's Bachmann who played for Switzerland. There's like five or six names that nobody else can pronounce outside of her, but she'll say... Wambach. Like, she'll say the – she won't say Wambach. She'll say like, like a K. She'll say with the C-H. So maybe that's wearing off on – got to feel sorry for Rob. They're they're working that guy.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. What a profet- What a pro. And though. yet he's still smiling and looking all put together. How, what's his uh, secret? I, I think Oysters. He, you know, Oysters. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's like he's becoming
1: Anderson Cooper right in front of our eyes. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. I don't, I, you know, we could throw anything at that guy, and he'll – He'll just flip with it, but he—it's—he just got to stop saying yes. It's, I love it. I love that. I would love that if one day they say, "Rob, we're going to have to do a, the eight thirty show, and then you're going to get about a forty-five minute break, and then we're going to do a six-hour show, <laughs> and then we want you to cap it all off with this." I want him just to say, "One, uh, no, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> I, I would love to see those guys. His exactly just like, "Wait, what? You, you're not going? You're not going to do fifteen things today?" But he's been. Uh, Rob's our rock, man. He's he's unbelievable. It's, Eric, he really is. He's something else.
2: Eric, your take on uh, Canada as hosts of the World Cup, good or bad, give it to us. We know the attendance was very low in the, uh, the first week of games, but as the importance ramps up, they just had over 50,000 for the Team Canada game the other night at BC Place. Uh, so your take on how it's gone to this point?
1: They were kind of, you know, watching from the window. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't really sure. The first couple of games because, you know, Canada broke a record, by the way. It's kind of a record, too. They 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 basically were the first team to host the World Cup in the history of all World Cups, men's and women's, not to score a goal in the run of play in their first two games. That's pretty bad. So they scored the penalty kick, but they, they hadn't scored a, a real goal. So... The Canadians were kind of, all right, do we suck? Are we in this? Are we good? I mean, they didn't know what to think. But I'll I'll tell you this. That last game uh, was electric. And and the cool thing about it is we got it up at Jackpool Plaza and we got the big big screen and whatever. And as the game went on, you know, more and more people just started to congregate around to watch the game. And when that final whistle blew, I mean, people came out of restaurants, and applauded. It was, it was a really surreal, cool moment. So it was almost like that was the, over the hump, you know, what? let's get behind this team now. So, you know, the next one's cool. they that's a, that's a great matchup. They can beat England. They can totally beat England. And um, I, I, you know, that's Herdman obviously is an Englishman. So he's playing against his his country, which is weird, but uh, I think, I think they're well poised to, to, to get to the, latter stages of this thing. So I think it's been a slow build, but the Canadians were like, you know, the fair weather fan kind of deal, but uh, and and the weather has been fair. So it's been great. So I think that they're, they're, they're going to explode into this next game. The support's going to be fantastic. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I feel sorry for England because uh, they're not the best of teams, but I think the Canadians can, can roast them. This might be cool. I mean, it's, it's so important guys for in a world cup for the home team to do well exactly it it just it it just it sucks the the life out of the whole place if if they have a bad game or get knocked out too yeah, early. So no pressure. No pressure that on that team. This long.
3: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no pressure. I, I just turned into John Herbman. Yeah, oh, exactly. don't go out
1: there, Yeah. up, Ladies, it's all up to you, and I'll be talking about it for the rest of the century. You don't
3: screw up. I can see it now. That's his team speech. Pretty good, Herbman, Actually, <laughs> a psychologist. Hey, uh, Winalda, I have a question from a friend of yours uh, and a fan of yours, uh, our Fox NFL reporter Peter Schreger. He says, uh, please have Jay and Dan ask Eric why the panel didn't do more on the Hope Solo outside the line story. Ah. <laughs> All
0: right. So I, here's think, what. I think he's really um, trying he, to...
3: Here's the... <laughs> I think he's trying to get you mad. You know, it's
1: like, no, it's like, you know, it's like... Honestly, you know what the truth is? And, and those guys are already ESPN. Um, there's two, like, last second, just before the first
3: game... Thank you, you know, Eric. ...report that exactly. came out. Exactly, exactly.
1: We're over at Fox going, Hey, thanks appreciate yeah. it Thanks. that's great yeah i'm sure that wasn't watching,
3: timed but, at all
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah right and then they, then the um um what what's his name the the senator from Connecticut yep yeah, from Connecticut where's the spn in Connecticut and yeah, we're not stupid here anyway Hope solo is, is the problem and the reason why we've kind of uh, you know maybe pulled the plug on that as a story is that there's so much more to go there's so much stuff um, that's, that needs to come out if they've reopened the investigation. So we were kind of, like, keeping it at arm's length. I got in trouble on the show the other day because people thought I, I said, you know, you know, save it for Judge Judy, mm-hmm. and I wasn't talking about domestic violence, and I don't want people to think that I was just, you know, brushing that aside. I was talking about her husband, you know, the DUIs, and, and all of that that, that crap that, that seems to be surrounding her and her, her private life. Um, but yeah, we stepped away from it because you know it's just it's kind of better to focus on uh, focus on on the games. I'm pretty sure that ESPN will come up with something in the next 48 hours to drop on our lap just before we have to um, you know have the China U.S. game. So we'll we'll just oh they sit did here. the Pete, they got the Pete Rose we'll wait for thing. That.
2: Yeah, they, 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 got they dropped the Pete Rose, Rose
3: thing, us. Eric. Yeah, they dropped that on us on Sunday. So. Uh, you
1: know, no, anyway, the P-Rose was, was the, so he did bet on baseball, and he was lying the whole time.
3: Right, because we never thought yeah. that. Right. Uh, yeah, we never suspected that.
2: Uh, you ready for our favorite segment here on, on the show? It's, it's called Rapid Fire.
3: Rapid
5: Fire. <laughs>
2: Isn't that great? I'm ready. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it from a jacuzzi? Yeah, you, you just have to answer the question. we ask you a bunch of questions. Just answer them quickly. Uh, your favorite restaurant so okay, far right, in I, Canada?
3: I, wait, say it again. I You're, missed
1: it. Wait, your favorite
2: again. restaurant so far in Vancouver? Earl's. Oh, a lot of hotties there. Have you smelt the you know, Cana- No, no, no.
1: I, I take it back. I take it back. Cactus Club. Cactus yeah. Club. Oh, Every okay. beauty, You have to be a nine and a half to work there.
2: That's so right. Go ahead. Have you smelt the new Canadian money? I have not. Player to watch for that's still playing in the Women's World Cup right now. Ooh.
1: This well that's just sucked the life out of rapid fire because I can't think. Um, I think I think your defender, Buchanan, She's nineteen, she's crazy, she keeps she's she's living on the edge. All of her slide tackles have worked off thus far. But I love to see a young player uh, do this well in a World Cup, Let- Buchanan, the, the defender for Canada. Or your uh, why you guys aren't in Canada deal. So and, and you've, you're kicking ass on that, by the way. But- we we are in stitches every time that thing is over.
3: Though I, I you- will say, you you are in stitches, and Alexi seems to be enjoying it. But all the the women you were discussing don't <laughs> seem to get it, Eric. They and especially Kate Abdo. I'm very concerned. Do you think she? Do you think she, she hate us? us? Does is she, she hate li- us? Is she upset at us, Eric? No, no, not at all.
1: I think okay. she's, just, she's just, it's that first phase of, you know, going out with the, the guy that, that actually is funny, and you've never, in your English, and you don't know when to laugh. It's, <laughs> yeah. If it's not English which it's not funny. And it's like, come on, just
2: we'll just We'll laugh. just pipe in some Benny Hill music. Uh, last two questions on Rapid Fire. Best player that you ever played against on the pitch?
1: Uh, Romario. He was uh, Brazilian he was fantastic when he was on. He was like, you couldn't get a beach ball off of him in a, in a phone booth. He was ridiculous. He was very good.
2: And best player right now?
1: It's Lionel Messi. There's no, there's no contest. It's, it's ridiculous. And my analogy that I used on the air the other day was, if you want to know what it's like to defend Messi, try to kill an ant with the point of a pencil. Good
3: luck. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Hey, are we all going to – I think they're going to send us back to Russia, Eric. Are you going to be there for the World Cup in 2018? Can we all hang out in Moscow? We might die, but it will be a great but, time.
1: That would be great. We'll bring Steve Nash, and everything will be fine. <laughs> It'll be totally fine. Enjoy Happy the rest of your – If get in trouble, with the fairway.
2: Enjoy the rest of your stay in Canada, and we appreciate your time here on the podcast, Eric.
1: You got it, you crazy Canadian. I'll
2: talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. That's Eric Winalda. He yes. uh, is our uh, expert uh, soccer analyst, uh, U.S. soccer legend, and he's been in uh, Vancouver covering the Canadian uh, World Cup for the last two weeks. First time I ever met Eric,
3: I came in to do some early shows, like right after we started down here. And the crew's in. It's like 6 in the morning. He strolls in to do some Champions League thing. He's wearing sunglasses indoors. <laughs> I'm like, Eric, you still have... You have sunglasses on indoors all the time? He's like, oh, do I have these on? He didn't even re- <laughs> He's the best. Oh, do I have <laughs> do I, these on? Am I wearing sunglasses? Oh, I'll put them on my forehead.
2: Before we call up uh, Jeremy Tagger, can we call up the local hockey heckler? This is really old, but Patrick Gardner sent this to us. It's a report that was done uh, somewhere in eastern Canada, and it's quite humorous. hockey game, and now a frustrated superfan, Corey Sims, whose belligerence in the bleachers caused a championship controversy a couple of weeks ago, isn't apologizing
6: tonight. As NTV's Katie Breen reports, he's a heckler and proud of it. (laughs) Go Cats, go! To Corey Sims, heckling is a part of the game, just like fist fighting and losing teeth. Sims knows his antics get under everyone's skin, but he says, suck it up.
7: You know, if the mo- hockey mobs can't handle me yelling and heckling at the rinks, I think they should stick to crosswords and knitting. And if the young boys, young men, I should say, young boys, can't handle a bit of heckling at the rink, they should stick to tiddlywinks and
6: PlayStation. Junior B players are between 18 and 22, not kids, and old enough, Sim says, to block out his commentary. He's loud and obnoxious, he knows, but harmless, even though he was once accused of blocking an injured player from getting medical attention, something he denies.
7: In the paper it said I told a lady that I was going to rip her head off, rip rip her head off, and clean the ice with it. I mean, come on, that's disgusting. Besides that, I'm, I'm not a terrorist. That's like ISIS stuff. They use knives. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, this like, guy like for "I'm just going to rip her head off and wipe the ice with it." Come on. The come league on. doesn't
6: have the authority to ban people from rinks. So, instead, they sent Sims a letter asking him not to come to any more games. When the Conception Bay Junior Renegades thought he wouldn't yeah. listen, they forfeited a game and maybe their chances at a championship. Twin Rinks says, "They've gotten complaints about the heckler Sims, but never from the Renegades hockey team." Sims has been banned from some rinks. Twin rinks says if he causes problems here, they'll toss him.
7: I'm just a heckler. I'm back uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a local legend for heckling. Oh, <laughs> local <laughs> legend. That's who I am. I'm a heckler.
6: The league and hockey and now met late last night and decided on a code of Katie Katie Breen. I the like plan Kate now Breen. is to get the arenas on board oh, so that protocol can it's be Katie. put in place for Katie? next year. Sorry, Katie Breen I'm and I'm Katie News.
2: Katie Breen looked 12. That... Uh, First time I've ever seen a story on a heckler, and I never thought ISIS would be brought up in the story on a heckler. <laughs> That's ISIS stuff. Was he arrested? Dude. No, no, they just didn't like his heckling. It'd we be, we need to get him on the podcast. And it would be tough to clean the ice with a severed head because he would make it dirtier. It would be blood everywhere. It would be
3: kind of a nice message to send to the opposing <laughs> team, though, if you had a severed head and you just wiped it on the ice, making that nice ice bloody and then just sort of, you know, roll it toward the opposing net and that's, said, "All right, let's drop the
2: puck." That's ISIS stuff. That's
3: ISIS. That's ISIS ice. Um, question: Can we get that guy on the podcast?
2: Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're we'll, to track, we'll track him down. Track him down yeah. Mike, track we're gonna call up down. Katie Breen. She, she knows we'll his contact. To. Give info. Katie Breen a call. Ah,
3: <laughs> uh, Jeremy Taggart. What's going on, Bob? Hey, how's it going, boys? Where are you? Where Where are we getting you? I'm
0: on the old the old Bluetooth in the car here. I'm not. I'm uh. I'm uh, I'm in my car. <laughs>
2: now, now, Jeremy. Do you have the Bluetooth in the ear, or you have like the the you no,
0: speak? Uh, do I sound alright? No, like you, sound the car. You, you sound good. You sound good. You
2: sound
3: pretty good. Pretty good. It's
0: not in the ear. It's not like a, the annoying guy. It's just normal.
3: I mean, I shouldn't call him out on this, but but dragger and Mackenzie used to wear those Bluetooths around TSN all the time. Like they couldn't possibly miss a call. They had to have it in.
2: I love the grandmas at the grocery store that have it in. I'm like, really? Yeah. You get, what kind of importance of a call are you getting at Grand- the grocery kid. store? Grandkids might call. You don't want to miss it. <laughs>
3: yeah. You're gonna get the uh, you're to get the uh, the
0: holiday stuff for the kids, the, the Christmas cards and the whatnot.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy Tagger, we know you're watching the U.S. Open. Uh, you're a huge golf fan. Uh, give yeah. us your take on our first year of coverage on Fox and Fox Sports One.
0: Uh, the, the tournament was, I mean, I, it, it was bizarre in the sense that. Uh, the fact that it was such a different course and and a a brand new place. And uh, I don't know if these things were like the the, the issue with the greens. I don't know if those are all uh, things that helped or or hurt because it was so different. You know what I mean? Because there was no real familiarity of like a traditional course. It was a different style of course. So uh, I, I just think, uh, overall i found it to be uh just so different that it was hard to take it in as like a as a typical golf tournament and having, having all those guys around like uh, norman and David, it, it was a lot to take in i, I don't know uh I, I'm not sure if I if I loved it or if I hated it. It was, was kind of weird. Well,
3: I think that was the most diplomatic answer I've ever heard. Well, the, <laughs> the, the, the
2: one thing we brought up at the start of the podcast, which Jay has mentioned, if it was on a traditional course without all the crap with the greens and stuff, yeah, people wouldn't have had such a problem with it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's like I said, when 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 you're kind of bombarded with all of these these ideas and and things of uh, of completely new. Uh, I guess, like, there was a lot of stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there was. The
0: fact that it was it was a, a lo- like a hard course to walk, so you had the players just kind of wandering around a lot. Yeah, and,
3: yeah it's true.
0: Uh, just, it was really odd. I, 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 I don't, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure if there was like. I, I think you guys got to get a few more in to start to judge the actual chemistry and all of those other things. Because I mean, it's not that different than uh, I guess maybe watching. Like Hockey Night in Canada for the first time with Rogers. You have all this new stuff, but people are always going to be have a distaste because it's new more yep. than oh, this is great. I love it. You know what I mean?
3: Having said that, what did you think of Hockey Night in Canada with Rogers? <laughs>
0: the new hockey night in Canada? Yeah. yeah. Not not so good, Alright. <laughs> <But, a> <laughs> <laughs> after a while you know what i mean like that now they've had their chance and it's kind of gotten old but uh i don't know i, I what about uh greg norman is it kind of seem like he's just kind of sitting there yeah i talking I'm, about whatever he wants to talk about a little you, bit maybe you,
3: you know what's funny jeremy someone brought this up that that I think he actually needs, like, a foil. Like, he needs someone to needle him a little bit. Like, it can't just be Joe and asking him questions. There has to be someone who's got a little edge to him who kind of brings a little of the edge out in Greg Norman. Because I think that's in his personality, but it just wasn't coming out last weekend. Yeah,
0: and I I don't think, like like I said, I mean... I don't know if it would have like it'd be impossible for the way it was for it to come off as perfect and everybody loving it. I mean, it's yeah. there's way too many things to deal with. And uh, what's what's next tournament wise? Is it next year? In this US coming Open?
2: week, we've got the U.S. Senior Open.
0: Yeah, but you're also doing the uh, the is it the uh, U.S. Amateur too? Yeah
3: everything usga fox is doing so yeah they'll get a, a few more reps you know the same yeah. guys will be doing it and and maybe some guys will make it and some guys won't yeah. uh, you know yeah. maybe toolsie and I i'll be out on the course you know i would
0: love that oh no that no if we were there <laughs> if we were there
2: if we were there doing anything with the golf broadcast the people would have vomited all over themselves. You're making a mockery of this. Did you guys notice how Steve
0: Flesh like, looked like he was trying to be Johnny Miller almost a little bit? The way he sounds, the way he looks a little, the way he nods at the camera? It was almost like Johnny Miller time. Except it was Steve <laughs> Flesh time.
3: He's our Johnny.
2: Here's your Johnny. He's like, Here's our hey, Johnny. <laughs> hey, Taggart. Um, what?
0: I feel like I feel like I like I I couldn't even really read anything bad or anything because I
2: didn't want to make anybody mad. No, no. Hey, Tagger, on the Canadian Wall of Fame this week is Brian Adams. Do you have connection to Brian Adams? I'm not not a big fan of Brian Adams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a uh, kind of uh, stuck around a long time, got really popular. Not not crazy about how he lives in London and has an English accent sometimes. Yeah,
3: that's not cool. Or came back for the All Star Game in Vancouver and forgot the word "Still Canada." I'll never forget Messier yeah. <laughs> Messier yeah. standing on the blue line and looking yeah. at the other players, like I'm pretty sure those aren't the lyrics. "Still so yeah. Canada." A <laughs> little,
0: little bit of the fair weather Canadianity going. I'm not a yeah. fan of that. Yeah, I don't I, like it.
3: There's when nothing. they come in and do
0: the big tour, and they come in and they take take the big rush of the shows, and then they go back to London. I'm not a fan of that.
3: Yeah, they it, even worse than that. It's fine to live abroad because obviously we're we're kind of doing that. Yeah. But but <laughs> don't adopt the accent of the country you're living in. You know, like no. you, like like you can't develop the English accent if you're Brian Adams. It, it's,
0: kind of, it's, it's just kind of a
5: douche, is all. <laughs> Brian Adams. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: am. I kinda
0: wait. What have salad, boys? Hey, man, he's on the wall. He earned it. Summer '69 pretty good jam. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what uh,
2: Jeremy Taggart, uh, we appreciate your honesty with our golf coverage and your honesty towards Brian Adams.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You know, I, I met him once, <laughs> I, I, and he was kind of, uh, kind of full of his own. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: but
2: really, Taggart, aren't we all? We're all essentially oh, man.
3: no, not even close. No, not true. No, I'm
2: saying you've all, you've got your own
3: inside you. Well, yeah, until you shit it out. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, but when you're trying to sell it, that's not
3: cool. Yeah, I did, Though I did write a whole book about it, so I guess I did sell it. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. that's <laughs> more of the ego Oh, I know. The, yeah. Hey, Tag, where are you By the way, where are you driving to? Where are you going?
0: I was just finished up at the News Talk 1010. I'm uh, heading home. I had a uh, shift this morning at 1050
3: with oh. uh, Mike
1: Hogan. Wow.
0: Oh, Hogan. And uh, I was just uh, finished the live drive, and now I'm going home.
3: T- Tagger, you're like a Toronto radio icon now. How are you liking the 1010 gig?
0: I, I like it. Uh, I like talking. I
3: like talking with <laughs> Mike. It's a good time. You're good at like it, my talking. friend.
0: I like talking. I like talking sports. I got. Uh, I'm getting some, some reps in at 10 uh, 50 uh, uh, I'm enjoying it, man. It's great.
3: Well, you're, you continue to kill it on this podcast, and you're nice to carve out a little time for us every week still. We really oh, appreciate it, bud.
0: Always, anytime, and uh, tell tell, uh, tell
3: Shregs it's okay. I'll share them <laughs> biweekly. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. Have a safe trip home. Love you guys. Love you too,
2: buddy. See you, Taggart. That is Canadian rock legend Jeremy Taggart. Um, oh, always uh, great to check in with him. Brian yes.
4: Adams was sent to us by uh,
3: Corey McQueen.
2: Corey McQueen. McQueen. McQueen.
3: Sounds like a fake name, like Katie <laughs> Merkel or what? What was the reporter's name? Katie Breen. Breen. Katie Breen. Katie Breen. If you are listening, can you contact us? We want to get the heckler on. The Katie podcast. Nolan. <laughs> 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 I watched a little of uh, Garbage Time over the weekend. That's pretty good. Pretty good show. Yep. Pretty good. This has what? been a great yeah. podcast. <laughs> I gotta tell you, we killed it again this week. It's pretty good. Oh, it was uh, episode seventy-two. You well, you have yeah. seventy-one yeah, yeah, written yeah. here. Well, Do you, we corrected ourselves? But all right? every week you write the wrong episode. No. Just this week.
2: So make sure you send us I your cut letters. And I was, oh, my oh, oh, this is big news too. janddan.com In the next day or two.
4: janddan.com.
2: We're going to have a Tube top Summertime T-shirt all ready yes. for summer. Yes. The yes. summer's officially begun. Ooh, nice. We have the yes. logo. We just got to put it on a T-shirt, so we'll have it on Tube Tops. We don't have Tube Tops, but you can get it on a tank top. <laughs> <laughs>
3: could we Could we put it on Tube Tops? People don't wear
2: Tube Tops anymore. Can we make Tank top Summertime?
3: As Why the... can't it... People do wear tube tops. No, it's tube, tube, tops top top summertime. Just, tube tops just cover the boobs. Yeah, but that's fine. Let's get a tube top with tube tops summertime Those were big in Cheap the 90s, Bring them back. I still wear them. Fabric. The gals would I mean, wear them? Are, are got you got kidding it. me? I wear, you it it.
2: On there? <laughs> I wear them around the house. them. <laughs> tube yeah.
3: tops are back in. I wear them around my penis.
2: Uh, <laughs> if you want to visit Eric Winoba, our guest on Twitter, <laughs> um, He's at Eric, W-Y-N-A-L-D-A. By the way, Brian Scalabrini, he said he's never had so many people contact him since he was on our podcast. He says it was it was crazy. That's awesome. He had, Scalabrini was really He fun. had the podcast yeah. effect. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Taggart is at Taggart7. Engineer Jim is at Engineer underscore Jim. Mike's at Mickle House, M-I-C-K-E-L, House. And Pat Muldowney's at Pat Muldowney, M U L D. O-W-N-E-Y. Wow. And send us your letters at, at @jandan.com and you can get beautiful, you blew it shirts. Although it looks like I was rolling around the ground. I'm all wrinkled from my seatbelt. Uh,
3: and don't forget, if you are the person who has jandan Twitter, we'll send you for, for some think, lap dances. I think that person's dead. I'm beginning to get a little bit concerned. <laughs> if the person is dead,
2: could his next
3: of kin contact <laughs> us? Please. We'd really appreciate yeah, when it. When
2: you die, who takes over your Twitter account and everything? Your Instagrams and your Facebooks? Pat Muldown.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, this has been a real terrific time. Thanks
5: uh, w-
3: for listening and watching on the YouTubes.
2: Yeah. Uh, so uh, thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. See you guys. They're going home. So long, my time it is up.
3: We never talked right to the end eh, like, like
7: that ever,
6: Hey? Eh?